0: full-time on KCLR with thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at Laharts, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny. LahartsVolkswagen.ie
1: Good evening one and all how are we approaching 10 minutes past 6 on this Monday evening my God where has the time gone between the news and getting ready for the show today the time has flown by and I am conflustered and all over the place but we are in for a busy show later on we're going to be hearing from Willie Quinlan about all things in the Leinster Football Championship of course there was a number of Carlow teams taking part in it we will also hear then from Adrian Ronnie Ronan our own co-commentator commentator commentator and analyst with KCLR about the Kilkenny Junior and Intermediate County Finals. We'll hear reaction from all of the games over the weekend. We hope we will have Anya Farrell in studio if she can get through the floods. She is a little bit delayed, but we're hoping she will be here. Speaking of floods, please do take care on the roads this evening. There is a lot of water around and... Be careful, we don't want anybody getting in any trouble with them. And we'll announce later on then as well the Electric Player of the Week. But before we get Willie Quinlan on the phone line, Aira Oag was taking part in their Leinster first round championship game at the weekend. It went to extra time, but they came away with the victory against St. Joseph's. And Mark Fury caught up with our own sports team afterwards. And here's what he had to say. Mark Fury joins me centre back with uh, Aero tonight Mark um, you had
2: a tough job tonight you were marking Mr O'Flatterton their former Kildare inter-county player he got a few nice scores early on but uh, Mark Fury did what Mark Fury does second half you stamped your authority on that game you went for balls that some lads wouldn't go for you went for them you won them and you controlled that game and you have to be absolutely delighted with that performance
3: yeah and delighted with the win Now it was uh, just a proper battle out there it was two two heavyweights going at it you know it was I was <laughs> (laughs) crazy game to be involved in to be honest with you it was just up and down and uh, an old school game of football there Um, I think both teams kind of went away from what they'd done say in their county finals where it was you know a bit cagey and that but in that game it was just Oh, it was just proper end to end football and it was really enjoyable to play in and I'm sure it was enjoyable to game to watch as well. And
2: everybody played their part. I mean Turlo made a few changes, but you do in an epic game with that, Joseph's made their changes. Everybody that was in, on that field tonight played their part from both sides.
3: Oh that's it. It just it took it took two two huge panels to, to really come together there, like even with a lot of young lads getting games there for the first time, a couple of lads that are gone traveling and that, like the likes of Kyle, Kyle Nolan really stepped up there and even you had Mark Bean, David Dunfeed. Back, David Dunfeed, like it was just Young Brady coming in, it Josh, was yeah. you know, it was like what about young Benny Kevin at full back. <laughs> young Benny, yeah, he's still he's still tipping away there. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> if I'm playing until that age now we'll be doing well, but <laughs> he uh, no, it's like a fine wine, he just he just keeps getting better. I don't know how he does it.
2: then you have to have a word for your brother Johnny in the goal. Four penalty saves and three matches. He'd be doing a bit of bragging tonight, will he? <laughs> he surely
3: will, yeah. Cheers without him there. Uh, well I think if they had a score re- that is scored. He
2: really played well apart from oh, the penalty.
3: I know yeah. it wasn't taken well, but he still had to stop it. Yeah, did it know Fairness did a good press on the kick and he done very well to get a lot of them away and a couple of high balls came in just awkward balls and, and just the penalty he'd save we'd, like we needed after they scored that game was over so he stepped up when we needed him and a bit like a lot of lads stepped up today like Hulto gets one of the best scores I've seen in a long time there like just right at the end of the game and the likes of Gannon there ran himself into the ground and Morrissey the same it was Murta. just Murta as well yeah like a jizzy he caused havoc in the full forward line and I was like unbelievable Dermot Root ran right or, Ran ragged again, like he just kept going and kept going, and he's sh- like just typical route fashion. Just he died in his boots, you know. So, no, it was in fairness, it was a squad effort, and the lads that came in as well made a huge difference.
2: You, you showed great character, Mark, because you know, as a lads said, you're chasing the game three or four times and you took the lead at the right time. And I mean, you mean, at the great day, they, they got a great start, an extra time. They scored one, 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 and there were four points up, but you, you, you got it back. I know you got the penalty, but at the same time, it had to be clawed back. That's it, like it was just. I suppose we kind of we kept kind of half
3: switching off as well, you know, and we kind of it was a, it was really kind of you you attack, we attack kind of game, and like you said, we just switched off a couple of times. They got off a couple of good scores, and we we really had to stand up and. And just just work, just keep keep working, keep plugging away, and keep just tipping tipping away over the scoreboard. And we, I suppose, we didn't panic either. Like there was times there when we could have panicked and lads start going for goals. But what I said we just kept tipping the ball over the bar, and you know it really stood to us. Like I suppose we we did. We showed a lot of character, and for the younger lads as well, to just step in seamlessly and to be able to do to do the job and to not panic and take their time and work the ball around and, and work a score. You know, it was it was it was great to great. To me involved in, and it. it was a great game to, great game to watch him. Sure as that. Okay,
2: and I just want to ask you one question before you go. I do refer to has been a great cratty uh, in participation over the years. You do have a world title in cratty, don't you? I, have uh, three world titles. I thought so, that. Yeah, no, yeah. I do say. So I didn't get that one wrong. No, no, you didn't get that and one wrong. Listen, no. I know your family are steeped in Aerog tradition and yeah. a great uh, Arag family. It's a massive night for your family. It's a massive yeah. night for the club and a massive night going forward. The Dubs in two weeks' time here at Netwatch Cullen Park. The pleasure should be packed. That's it. Bring them on.
1: Okay. Thanks, Mark. Cheers, friend bring him on is right we'll have a little more about that with Willie Quinn later on but also catching up with our own sports team after the game was Jordan Morrissey and here's what Jordan had to say Jordan Morrissey Jordan congratulations that was uh, I said to Turlaw the word was epic it was an epic game of
2: football you said to me off air end to end what a terrific win for Airog yeah look it was fantastic
4: I suppose for the neutral it was probably total football it was an exciting game end to end stuff You score, we score, which is probably not great for us on the field. At the best of times, you know, it was frantic in nature and took a toll on the body. But like, it's really proud of the lads. You know, we were five points down there in normal time at one. In one stage, clawed our way back uh, and then going into extra time we probably felt we had the momentum and then within the drop of a hat we were four down again, but look we turned the tide and managed to get a win, so it looks fantastic and it's great to be in the next round.
2: Yeah, you were chasing it and I, I did say it and I mentioned it to as well I said what will happen if Aero do take the lead and in fairness, I said to Turlow as well, you kept a good wind to last and you did take the lead at the proper time you controlled the game then, but you know a good few lads stepped up to the plate tonight Jordan, you're one of the most experienced players, you're the captain, Kyle and absolutely brilliant, You know, Benny, he was like a young the plan full-back he he was outstanding but a lot of the new lads come in David Dunphy getting the goal in the first half you know as a panel you have to be very happy as club captain
4: yeah look I'm really proud of the lads and you know I think that was kind of been the characteristic of us all year you know we were some we were dead and buried against Raffili 3-1 down the penalties in the semi-final clawed our way back you know and then tonight probably miss, missing three lads starters from the county final uh, one of probably our impact subs as well like you know and lads had to step up to the play, and they done so and as you named you know David Dunphy done really well Kyle Nolan had a great game Murta was really good you know it was fantastic yeah. Josh Brady when he came in you know he got 1-1 had the nerve to hit the penalty again at what 17-18 years of age so like I think that's really characteristic of this team and are willing to play and have great belief in themselves and look they're an easy team to captain and lead because we're all rowing in the one direction and it's great.
2: And he certainly followed up Josh with a great point after that the pressure was on. He were struggling to get it in. He got it in and he stuck it over the bar against all the ads I suppose. 1-1, one, one. not bad for the young age you just mentioned. No, he's fantastic. You know, he has great belief in himself and you know he's a bit of a live
4: wire there when he comes in. He's electric. He wants to get on the ball and he has confidence in his own ability and that's what you want. That's what you want in a player. So look, he's going to add a lot to this club and this you know this campaign as well hopefully. So
2: it's great to see. Gaelic football in recent times has got a lot of criticism for the way, the style some clubs and some counties play you as a season campaigner now DCU, Sirison Cup Aero, Carlow, Leinster where does that game rate because for me I class myself as a neutral looking at that as a commentator for me it's as good a game of football as I've witnessed in quite a while for you as a player Jordan and a top calibre player in this country where does it rate for you tonight? Yeah look it was, as I said it was tall football you know
4: both teams came and they had belief in their ability and they went out and played football you know there was no blanket defences there. there was a nice playing the kick passing high field and you know long balls in lo- using the big man there was a bit of everything you know and I think just like football probably won and, you know for the neutrals as you said there like it was you know an unbelievable game to look at maybe for <laughs> or Joseph spectators you know probably wasn't for the faint hearted at the best of times but like an enjoyable game to be a part of you know you're let play football and you got to see some really good you know
2: exhibitions there and it's fantastic just a word on St Joseph's because we have to compliment them and you just have they've been fantastic here in Carlow tonight you know to go home a week after Leash County final but to me I thought they were fantastic as well so from you as Aero captain a word on St Joseph's yeah look they played really well you know it was,
4: the, the game was in the melt pot there a few times you know they four points up an extra time probably fe- felt they should have pushed on I feel like we never panicked you know we always had belief in our ability but yeah look Joseph came they came to play football and that's what they've done and you know they could have came out the right side of it they didn't but you know first county championship in 23 years so it's a great year for them as well and I'm sure they'll be very happy with themselves probably be you know a little bit disappointed now but when they reflect on the year you know in a couple of weeks time they'll probably be happy with what they have achieved and they played the good football tonight so yeah
2: two weeks the Dublin champions will come to town to be a few familiar faces there you probably played with a few of them in DC when we seen you winning that Sirison medal a few years ago but uh, it's a big prize for Aero and a great prize as I said to Turlo. Home advantage is great in the club championship.
4: Yeah, look, there's going to be, as I said, there's going to be some big names coming to town. But, you know, we have, as I said it's multiple times now, we've a lot of belief in ourselves and what we're about. And, you know, we feel like if we get a performance on today, we're a match for anyone, you know. So, look, we're there. Our name is in the hat. They have to fight it out tomorrow. So we'll see who we're facing and then we'll reassess and reset our goals. So we're looking forward to it, yeah.
2: Jordan, well done tonight. Well done as captain and well done to a very, very good air rogue panel tonight. Well done on the win and commiserations to St Joseph. Look forward to seeing you in the next time
1: congratulations to you great night for your family great night for the club and a great night for Carlo. cheers Brendan thank you man Jordan that was Jordan (coughs) excuse me that was Jordan Morrissey they are having a chat to our own Brendan Hennessy well our other main man in Carlo football is also waiting patiently on the phone line for me I have a quick break to take and when we come back we will be getting Willie Quinlan's reaction to Aira Oaks brilliant victory over St Joseph's that's coming right up don't go anywhere
0: full-time on KCLOR. with thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at La Harts, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny, LahardsVolkswagen.ie. Your Monday night sports show full-time on KCLOR with Martin Quilty
1: yeah, welcome back to full time with myself on this Monday evening. It is 20 past six. For those who are texting in to the dinnersready.ie WhatsApp and text line, unfortunately, I have no prize for Iran to give away, so you can stop texting in the answers. Maybe they're delayed reactions coming into me, um, but that prize is gone. Maybe Natalie might have something coming up tomorrow. You'll have to tune into herself between four and six to find out. And I have to say, the Come On Kind crew is in next door, and the They just brought me a mug of tea as well, and I can tell you one thing, never has it been so wanted. But somebody who might be wanting a cup of tea the way the weathers are going out there at the minute is our very own Carlo football expert, and that is Willie Quinn, and he joins me right now. Willie, how are you? Martin and yourself? Ah sure, all good I tell you one thing the tea is going down well here now at the minute hopefully you're not flooded out of it too much with all the rain that's going on over the last uh, little while since early morning um, but we did manage to get a couple of matches played at the weekend despite all the weather that we had and there was three Carlo teams out in action uh, and you and Brendan were at them all we brought them live here on KCLR the first one we're going to dwell on I suppose a small little bit is St Mullins they were playing Anna knock at the weekend in in the junior football, it wasn't to be, unfortunately, for the Carlo team. But how did they get on?
5: Yeah, they got on. I suppose every every chance they had at the end of the game to to push on and to win it. They had a slow start, but Seamus Murphy got them right back into it and got a couple of points in the full forward line. But uh, one man in particular for Mananak was uh, Damien McCall. He was just on fire. He was he was on markwell really on the day. Um, he scored and one six, I think, a couple of points from freeze, but any time he got it, into, the, he was he was wearing number 12, but he was all over the field. Any time he got in the full forward lane, he just turned onto the right foot and popped it over the bar, and he was definitely the the, the difference. Chris Nolan got a goal and a point, and Seamus Murphy ended up with four points. James Daly got two, and Marty Kavanaugh got one. It was, you know, in the belting pot right down to the last couple of minutes, but you have to say, the, the huge difference, and we've talked about it uh, with St. Mullins, had so many wides compared compared to and Ananoch I think had two in the whole game where looking at the the other side, um, Saint Mullins had seven wides and that really killed them at the end of the day because if you convert half them even you're in with a big chance of winning any game
1: they certainly are I suppose for the fact to have three teams out at the weekend is fantastic I mean say Mullins to get into the, the football championship I don't know much about Ananok to be fair um, and I'm trying to find out even here what county they're from because it doesn't say on our scoreline website yeah, they're actually, But would,
5: they're actually from uh, they're from Leash Martin yeah
1: so they'd be a kind of a, a footballing tradition uh, club up that direction
5: yeah, you they would actually, and you know, funny thing. Before we were looking at a couple of staples and Rory Staples and Shane Staples, and um, I think a, a, another brother on the sideline. Three of those guys, there's a Ronan Stapleton as well, another cornerback. Uh, three of those guys were were missing due to a wedding. There was a wedding. Uh, Rory himself, the fullback, was getting married at two o'clock. And seemingly they couldn't find, between both clubs, couldn't find a, a, a different date for them to get married. So they were missing three three really good players, so we're told by, um, we're told by Stephen Miller there at the end of the game. And uh, they would have been a huge help. Obviously, your full-back would be a huge loss. And so they, they thought they were under pressure straight away, but um, they, they really dug deep. And as I said, that man Damien McCall really got them out of... Out of fire because he he shot one six I think a couple of points that we said from freeze but they look they look a, um, a very good uh, junior outfit and I suppose they're going to play intermediate next year Uh they're they're pushed on to the to the next round of it having said that you know St Mullins had a really good couple of years they came from Division uh, Junior Division Three and won that one Division Two one Division One this year so it has been really a, a great couple of years for them obviously along with their hurling attributes as well. You know,
1: they're a fantastic club and just bowed out uh, uh, very unlucky on the day Yeah it must be tough on any club that has dual players especially when you're in, in a small parish as well trying to compete at hurling uh, and football level and to be taking part in the Leinster Football Championship as well whether it be junior intermediate or senior certainly a, a great achievement for any team but uh, hard luck to um, St Mullins they are moving on you did mention intermediate St Mullins will be in the Carlow Intermediate Championship next year but someone who won't be because they won the Intermediate this year and that is Clonmore they faced St Malachy's in the first round of the Intermediate Championship now we know Mullen were also up at ball, uh, against Bally Lynham um, at the weekend as well and both the Carlo and the Kilkenny champions have bowed out of it Clonmore to St Malachy's but great for the, the club again Willie and still they put in a good performance nonetheless
5: yeah, they did indeed and had have, after having a great two or three years I mean, they went down junior two years ago little did they know that they would come along and, and win the junior and the following year win the intermediate and end up playing senior next year so they've had a great couple of years again, had chances um, went down by four points I think it was 2-9 to 1-8 had two or three really good goal chances and didn't take them but I have to say on the day, St Malachy's uh, looked a really, really good team Niall O'Brien full forward kicked 1-3 uh, all, all from play Shane Shane and centre forward kicked 1-1 one, one. so they, they had two really really good forwards really go to men uh, Angus Clark uh, the wing back kicked two points and David Lynch in the middle kicked another two points so they, they looked a, a strong a very young team full of running uh, they, they deserved their win they were, they were four points the better team but you could just see that they were a little bit slicker in their passing, in their score take, and they moved the ball really well. Uh, but uh, all, all in all, a great couple of years for um, Plan more.
1: It certainly is, and they'll gain extra experience now, obviously, at the senior grade as well next year. Um, would they be able to compete, do you think, at the senior after going up?
5: Yeah, I definitely think they will, to have a, a right a right mix of, of younger guys and experience and that's that's what you need going forward you need the youth you need the legs in around the middle and I think they have that I think they're they will, you know, they're well able to compete End, Enda McGrath Luke Connolly in the middle uh, Rob Bulmer a very good carrier of the ball Shane McGrath centre forward he kicked four points and on Connolly, Oisin Dyle in, in the full power lane was starved in the first half, I have to say, but got a great goal in the second. Then picked up an injury, but they've a nice, they've a nice brand uh, of young guys: Jay Kickey, Billy Lawler, you know, Paddy Gann So they've a good blend, I, I think. Um, if they continue to progress and do what they've been doing in the last couple of years, I definitely think they will, they will, uh, you know, do well in, at at senior grade.
1: Well, we won't have long to wait because the seasons all fly around very quickly. Someone talking about experience, they have it in abundance, and that is Aira Og. They were up against St. Joseph's. Now, the match did go to extra time, but Aira Og really are the kingpins when it comes to the Leinster Football Championship. They have great experience in it, and they have really set up a mouth-watering tie in Netwatch Cullen Park in a fortnight's time because... Kimiko Crokes won the Dublin Championship over the weekend, and they are going to come to Carlow and take on era Og But first of all, great win for Ahera Og at the weekend.
5: Yeah, and, and I mean they showed so much guts and determination. In, in the in the at normal time they were, at once they were down by five points, and they, you know they, they clawed it back, got the, got scores, never panicked. Listen, to Jordan there just before, they never really panicked. They just keep tapping away with their scores. Eleven points coming from their full-forwarding, Colum Holton with three. Ross Dunphy with two and uh, Young McCarron with uh, six six points. Um, Colin Hulton got a point. You'd have to say if David Clifford got the point to be talking about it for for months after was right under the stand, right on on the wing, about forty five maybe fifty meters out, and he just launched the ball with his right foot. An incredible score. But there were some great scores, you know, from both teams. You have to say St Josephs really came to play football. There there was a uh, no fifteen blanket defence defending. It was all, you know one team looking to score, the next team, team looking to guacha, and And it, it just had absolutely everything. It reminded me of the Aero League game where it ended up going to penalties. didn't quite go that way, but uh, both teams got penalties and Josh Brady came in as a sub, only a young guy, only 18 years of age. And again, he, I think it's his third penalty in the last two or three games and he put, he put it away to the keeper's left where the, at the other end, Brian Daly got a chance for a penalty and struck it really poorly. Johnny... Uh, uh, and Fury and the goal ended up saving it. Uh, Brian did get a goal after that. He scored 1-1 from full forward. He's the captain. But Joseph really brought everything to Airog and Airog really soaked it up and ended up winning by two points fantastic game it had everything
1: Johnny Fury is certainly making a name for himself when it comes to penalty saves I think that's uh, nearly the, the heroics the three in the game against Ratfilly. the they won uh, last weekend now in the Leinster Championship he won't want to be making a habit of it too much because he don't want to be giving away penalties but when you have the likes of Johnny Fury in the goal um, you're certainly in safe hands as I said it does set up that mouth-watering tie against Kilmacock Croaks in a fortnight time at Netwatch Cullen Park. Sherlock O'Brien is an experienced manager. He's experienced inter-county sides as well with Carlo. He's seen some of the Dublin players that would be with Kilmock Croaks. It might be a tough task, Willie Quinlan, but Aira Og are not going to shy away or back out of this game. I think they're probably going to relish going up against the Dublin champions and the reigning All-Ireland champions.
5: Yeah, we've meeting we've a couple of times in Lancer finals, It happened to be ended up turning turned them over a couple of times. But I looked at that game yesterday. Uh, but there's five five different players from the All Ireland last year. But you you wouldn't think so. They were incredible yesterday. I mean, they two of the best forwards in the country in Paul Mannion and Shane Walsh. You, you ha- you'd have to say that. And if if you know, if they're going, Aero are going to win the game. They're going to have to tie those guys down because Welsh was just incredible. I think he scored one five yesterday. He scored a goal yesterday. Carried the ball fifty yards, and he just lobbed the goalkeeper as if it was his home, at home in his back garden with the left foot. It was just incredible to watch.
1: I seen it. Uh, it was
6: unreal. Be,
5: yeah, yeah, it was unreal. Just it's going to be a difficult game for Aero, um But I mean, they have they have the I won't say advantage, but they have that experience of getting one uh, last last Saturday evening, winning a game in the Championship, and that can only give you more confidence, especially the way they win it, won it, but it's certainly a water watering contest to look forward
1: to, but it won't be easy, Martin. It certainly won't. Talking about advantage, obviously the fact that it is at home in Netwatch, Cullen Park, a big crowd, not only from Era Og but from the Carlo people in general to get behind the Era Og team could certainly help be a 16th man when it comes down to it, because you know yourself, if Johnny Fury pulls off a great save or young Hulton gets a point in the forward line a huge crowd and a roar from the crowd in the the stand itself can certainly push on a team and give them that extra 10% that maybe they need going forward to try and win the match
5: Yeah well you'd have to say over the, over the years and I found this myself from, from playing with Errol wouldn't have a massive uh, support line when they're within the county but when when teams go outside the county they seem to get every club on board uh, seems to to come in, all the neutrals seem to follow them, and that can only give them a big boost uh, going forward. Need a big crowd in in two weeks' time. Uh, Really looking forward to it. I know it is a tough one, as we said, but anything can happen on on the night. Uh, You know, you get an early score, you you get an early goal, a team can have an off night, but I have to say, they're up probably against the best team in the country. Not, I mean, they've won three in Dublin. I don't think the club has ever done that before. But um, it'll be a really interesting contest. Um, they all, uh, you know, looking at the team that lined out. they were missing four guys that would have started in the county final uh, previous. And I thought it would be under huge pressure against St. Joseph's. And they were at times. So to come through with that and the likes of the young lads that came on, young Kyle Nolan, number 10, Adam McCarron is, is there last year. Um, he, he's still only 20 years of age Dermot Root is the same on his young chap so Mark being very young so they're a young, young team with experience like uh, Jordan Morrissey, Morta Weir coming into the middle there, Mark Fury, Benny Tavner was outstanding in the full back line. he's just incredible, 36 years of age the fitness that he has, the movement up and down the field he's just uh, incredible to stay going but really really looking forward to the McCut game and uh, hopefully we can put up a big performance
1: like us all, William, we're all looking forward to it. <clears throat> Excuse me, got off the frog and the throat tonight. Uh, my thanks for joining me on full time this Monday evening. No doubt we will be looking forward to it. You will be there for ourselves and we will have, be having a chat about it with hopefully uh, O coming away with the victory. But for the time being, thank you so much for joining me again on this Monday evening. And as we always say, stay safe out there for the remainder of the next 24 hours, especially with the weather is in it. And we'll chat to you again soon. Lovely. Thanks Martin Thank you Perfect Good man That was Willie Quinlan There joining us From Carlo To give us all The analysis From the weekend. Uh unfortunately commiserations to St Mullins and Clonmore and to mullin as well and to Liz Downey we better not forget poor Liz Downey as well they all bow out of the Leinster Football Championship but Era Oak do march on to meet the All-Ireland Champions in two weeks time right we have a quick break to take when we come back we'll be switching our attention to hurling into the county finals that was on the weekend and we will have two-time All-Ireland winner Adrian Ronnie Ronan here on the phone line with us don't go anywhere we'll be right back
0: full-time on KCLR with thanks to the full range of Skoda vehicles at La the home of Skoda in Kilkenny laheartsskoda.ie Looking back over the weekend action full-time on KCLR with Martin Quilty
1: Looking back is Rise. Just gone 25 to 7 on the Monday evening here with myself on full time and it was a busy weekend indeed of sport. We'd love to hear from you, especially in relation to any of the county final wins. Do get in contact with us on the dinnersready.ie contact line 0833 069696. And joining me right now to discuss the hurling is two-time All-Ireland winner, commentator, co-commentator and analysis on KCLR with ourselves Adrian Ronnie Ronan Adrian how are you this evening
6: all right, Martin, thanks for the
1: that. That's good. Uh, I have to be very careful here now because I have a woman here in studio with me and she has a bottle of water. And if I say something wrong in relation to it, I could get a belt of it because obviously she is married to the manager of the St. Lactans uh, team. And uh, it wasn't a good day for themselves, but it certainly was for Tullihor Ross Birkin over the weekend in the junior championship. They came away with a famous victory. They're out of junior at long last, Ronnie.
6: Yeah, look, it was always going to be a humdinger of a game. Both teams were, um, uh, you know, very much spoken about before the championship draws were made. Uh, Freshford were obviously after coming down from intermediate from the year year before, so they were uh, being spoken highly of and had a great year, um, but didn't finish it off a great year insofar as they were undefeated all year. and The only game they lost was the most important game they had to play and it's just one of those days as I mentioned on the radio the weekend and we all have these days uh, um, as players as mentors as managers you just uh, you make wrong decisions things don't go for you and uh, unfortunately for Freshford uh, on the day a lot of guys just didn't uh, turn up on the day that they felt you know that they feel like they could not and that's unfortunate it just happens you know nerves creeping but look it's all about Tulliver Tulliver excellent they have a great balance ably led by their two main men Pat Hartley and Wally um, Pat Hartley was excellent when it mattered most in the last 20 minutes and then those young lads um, that we spoke about in a, on a few occasions, uh, Larry Murphy, the brother, and Martin, the brother, uh, and then inside, Keane Donoghue, Connor Hennessy, and Danny Glennon. So they were a great mix, but great leaders as well. And, and in fairness to to Wally, he had a great battle with uh, James Maher. James Maher himself had a great battle, but it was those two men, in fairness, Pat Hartley and Wally Welsh, in particular, but their backup and the supporting cast were excellent and as I said the goal was crucial came at a crucial time just before half time Uh, Danny Glennon took it brilliantly nothing Darren Brennan could do and um, the Freshman did have their chances in the second half but didn't didn't take them and then Tulloher to be fair got three wonder points Lara Murphy Wally Darren Gleason and Marty Murphy they, um, Darren Gleason's like Danny Glennon uh, and, Ma- and Marty, Marty Murphy they got three brilliant scores so they were brilliant scores to win a county final nothing Freshford could do as I said and uh, unfortunately on the day for Freshford they're back uh, remaining junior so difficult to get out of it but um, Tulloher um, coming up and as I said with a good young team they'll be a good intermediate team as I said um, they'll be trying to keep Pat Hartley for another year for sure, he's 36 years of age but there's still another uh, year or two when Pat Hartley is centre back but um, they'll look forward to intermediate, they'll be a very good team intermediate.
1: Well I suppose age is only just a number if you look at Johnny Doyle with the Kildare footballers out yesterday at 45 and he winning the county championship as well so you never know how <coughs> long a, a person can keep going but I was talking to a Tullohar man uh, yesterday morning and he wasn't very complimentary to you now, I have to say, because you had written off Tullohar all year. But I did say in fairness, and I heard you at the weekend, that if you had to change your mind after picking fresh for the start of the year, you may have went for Tullohar, Ross Perkin. So obviously you see something during the year that might have changed your mind.
6: Ah yeah well I mean anybody that followed Hurland is easy at this stage being wiser fresh for on most people's list and, and if that man from Tuller remembers they weren't lighting up the place during the summer um, you know while he was away a lot he had a big involvement with Kenny had a huge involvement getting married so they had a lot of disruption uh, in Tuller but they came great uh, at the time and that to be fair to them they've lived up to their potential uh, but there was a number as I said there was a good few teams and uh, Pat Hartley alluded to it it's so difficult he mentioned Pilten only mentioned Wayne he mentioned Emeralds and I'm sure I'm leaving out somebody but he mentioned other teams that were you know it's so difficult and, and uh, to come out of uh, intermediate or out of junior but um as we said in the last two or three weeks Thorough were coming good at the right time uh, winning tight games uh, and fresh were probably struggling a little bit uh, to get out to get over teams you know struggled a little bit against Rag, but that was always going to be tough it's a rival game and then I suppose again Wayne you know, they they did benefit from maybe soft goals as such so they probably came under a small bit of pressure and um, I know we jokingly said it but the white jerseys did him no good anyway, uh, um, because as commentators in media, they were wearing white jerseys, white numbers. I'm not too sure that the Freshford lads even know who they were playing with at times, because it was so difficult to see the numbers and see the players. But look, full marks to Tuller, it's all about Tuller. It's, uh, unfortunately for Freshford, it's the, the losers uh, tend to be forgotten, but it's all about Tuller, and they can have a lot to look forward to. Great work being done there. They did a great interview with Jeremy Lally after the game, a proud Tuller man. and They you know the amount of work that's been done. The second pitch in Tuller now, huge opportunity. Opportunity from going forward, and uh, they have an awful lot to look forward to. And it's brilliant in the club to be have an awful lot to look forward to. But look, part of that now will be trying to keep Pat Hartley and Wally Hurdon as long as they can because they're vital to the cause. They obviously will um, retire at some stage, but they're as you said, Martin. Age is only a number. But they have a lot to look forward to in Tuller. A very good young team all over the field, and um, and and one thing to have this a lot of teams die for is a, a good set of forwards.
1: A lot of people was talking about it afterwards and especially the, the Freshford contingent on their way home about a non-penalty that may have been or not uh, awarded at the game. How did you see that reaction coming?
6: Yeah, well, we, again, we saw as We see that's what our job is as commentators and uh, as analysts. Uh, at the time we've thought it was possibly a penalty opportunity for Tolher but as we often say in Nolan Park in the, in the winter or autumn sun and anyone goes to Nolan Park looking into MacDonagh station with the sun beaming down in the in Nolan Park now you wouldn't think it today of course, but it's all so difficult for players playing into that goal at um, this time of year because the sun is at a low line sun, the sun is behind McDonough Station, as I said. And the referee, to be fair to him, doesn't get an opportunity. And if he had ever watched and keeping a close eye on the match, not a lot of wides go wide up at the far end of McDonough Station in, in, in games in Nona Park in the last two months of the, the year because, as I said, there's a low line sun. So look, to be, for the benefit of the referee, not sure did he see it. Maybe the umpires could have had an involvement. It seems from where we were that maybe um, Shane Donnelly was fouled and held back but your look again we don't know um, what would have happened with that penalty um, but it certainly was uh, a big call or a possible call in the game Yeah,
1: we might be seeing VAR coming into Harland soon Ronnie <laughs>
6: <laughs> we're bad enough we
1: don't need VAR, <laughs> uh, will now march on to the Leinster Championship they have a game this coming weekend against uh, a Wicklow opposition no disrespect to the Wicklow opposition you probably expect Tullochorn to advance a small little bit in the competition
6: yeah look the history of the competition suggests that uh, if you mind yourself uh, particularly a junior you'll, you you know you should do well in Leinster for sure and then you have to keep an eye very much so, on the Munster champions coming out of junior and um, of course there's always the galway and the connack champions but um, normally uh, you know this if you're if you're focused which i believe and think uh will they'll have they'll they'll have a huge interest in doing well very good young team as i said and they'll, you know, continue in the winning way. So I tell her to do well and have a long campaign in Leicester for sure. And look, Duller will expect to do very well and I'd say, to be fair to him, nothing less than an all-earned appearance will be seen as progress and I could expect to, uh to reach an all-earned final and then take their chances, either, as I said, again, a Connacht. Um, a Munster or an Ulster, uh, Ulster team, back when I was involved in Dan we actually played an Ulster team in a county final or in an All Ireland final, but uh, often not, it's the Munster team that are always the strongest team at Junior
1: yeah certainly is and we wish Tuller the very best of luck at the weekend coming and I did I'm almost certain see something somewhere that that game will be covered live on KCLR at the weekend as well and I think that's down for Saturday afternoon right intermediate game at the fifth time of asking Thomastown were there against Munkine. they were everybody's favourites nearly before the competition even began and they've eventually done it they got over the line and done it in spectacular fashion because a 15 point victory against to Munkine is not easily come by but they've done it and Thomastown are intermediate champions
6: Yeah and so look we have to spare a thought for Munkine first of all before we give Thomastown all the praise that they so richly deserve but we have to give a thought for Munkine their management the players and selectors because look no one goes up to Nolan Park uh, to face into a defeat like that it's tough going a lot of nerves on the day met a quality team um a few mistakes made in the beginning uh, and a few missed opportunities in the first half that they needed. And the heads dropped then when the goal went in just before half time. The heads dropped a brilliant goal by Stephen Dunne. And then that was the end of any potential that um, uh, Moonkine had. And it was, uh, it was um, I suppose, a, a, a complete performance, as I said in uh, the game yesterday. A complete performance from 1-20 to from Thomastown. I mean, nobody uh, could say they came off the field without doing, a, uh, having done a great job. Everybody to the man, probably won their position. It's difficult to say that when you're uh, watching the game. But Moonkine will be back. Moonkine have a good young team. They've made massive progress coming from junior in two years, five adult teams, huge work being done in Moonkine. They have a lot to look forward to, too. I know there's a possibility of some guys forgetting the emigration, emigration uh, affecting the club. I suppose that's hugely important for the young lads to, to maybe emigrate and enjoy life, I suppose. But it's obviously for the club. Uh, the, you know, this is a, it's a concern. But the young lads have to move on. But Thomas um, complete performance, um, brilliant display... And to be fair, over the last five years, they've been consistent over the last five years. They've been in semi finals and finals, and just on the day uh, in those finals and semi finals, the look wasn't there. Their look was there yesterday, their look was great there all year. It not look, really, their performance all year. And you could hear it in their, everyone that we interviewed yesterday. They were really, really hurt the last few years, and they were really disappointed and, I suppose, put off by the amount of people that were writing them off and saying they hadn't a bottle and they hadn't the. Hadn't the guile to win it, but they did remind us all yesterday in in post-match that, you know, they were down four of the starting players yesterday that um, didn't carry, that played yesterday last year. So they overachieved last year. In their eyes, they overachieved. So those four players played yesterday made a huge contribution to the team. And um, as we all know now, um, not only are they any intermediate champions they'll go very hard on winning an intermediate championship which is very difficult because um, the the intermediate is way difficult but the big thing for Thomas down here is um, they're going up senior not to survive as I said they're going up to do very well to qualify looking at quarterfinals these are a team with huge ambition and I think that uh, watch Thomas down next year and the one time we're winning finals but, or semi-finals but watch them quarter-final I'd say uh, this team are going to do well they won't be looking at relegation as I said they have a lot of good young hurlers and again look at teams that are winning in championships six scoring forwards six very good forwards that makes a huge, a huge difference and of course again look they had tremendous uh, performances yesterday but Stephen Donnelly one eight you can't but ignore that contribution he made. It was absolutely rider over stuff and all in a in a county final. But the backup was super. Uh, John Donnelly six points from play. But for me, John Joe Farrell in the middle of the field made a massive contribution. So it was brilliant for the John Joes. 35 years of age. So long involved with uh, Thomastown and not reaping the success. So, thrilled for the likes of John Joe, as I said, because he's ploughed the field for many a year and hasn't had the luck. But Thomastown, very good team. And uh, as I said, not only are they uh, uh, champions tonight, but they'll have a lot to look forward to at Senior Hurling in 2024
1: they certainly will and Clabon stands in their way in the first round of the Leinster Championship which will commence in a couple of weeks time as well won't be easy any time going up against a Wexford outfit but they certainly will give it a good rattle um, as most of our teams do when they get to the All-Ireland Series and especially the Leinster Championship Series as well so we wish everybody the very best of luck down there and I know Ger Welsh puts in so much work down there as well so the, the fruits of his labour as well is all coming to fruition as well but well done to everybody involved in Thomastown Ronnie thanks Mil, as always for joining me this evening we have a big game to look forward to obviously the weekend coming it's the the pinnacle of any club hurler uh, when they get to senior they want to get to a county final we have that between Ballyhale and O'Loughlin's at the weekend and it's certainly one that everybody is going to relish and no doubt you'll be certainly at it
6: yeah, well, look, we'll all look forward to it. It's, it's, it's obviously, uh, uh, the weather is probably a concern for everybody. But look, it's going to be a massive game. A lot to look forward to again because, as we said, we have possibly the best forwards in Kilkenny Hurling, definitely the best forwards in Kilkenny Hurling, and definitely the best set of backs in Kilkenny Hurling. So there tells its the story, but as I said in some of the previews at, up to date, it might all be happening at the other end of the field. It might be the Shamrocks or the O'Lackens forwards that might have the tale to tell. It might be the other end where we all expect.
1: Well, it's certainly a mouthwatering clash that everybody is certainly going to look forward to. Adrian, Ronnie, Ronan, thank you so much for joining me on this Monday evening. Uh, look forward to the game at the weekend, no doubt you will, and we will chat to you again very soon.
6: Man,
1: thanks Martin well, Thanks Ron That is our own Adrian Ronnie Ron, And they're having a chat To us Right time is flying by I have a quick break take When we come back Anya Farrell has Made it into studio Despite the weather And we'll be discussing Camogie in a few moments Don't go anywhere
0: Full time on KCL so thanks to the full range Of Volkswagen commercial vehicles At La The home of Volkswagen In Kilkenny Volkswagen.ie. Time on KCL or your weekend scores in review with Martin Quilty.
1: Yeah, welcome back into full time with myself on this Monday evening. We are approaching the 7 o'clock button when Owen Carey will be here with fully loaded. He's next door, he's waving in at me. Hello, Owen. He is raring to go and bring out all the tunes. He'll be here from 7 to 10 with fully loaded. I nearly said full time again but Owen oh, it is fully loaded you are here and we have brand new competitions on KCLR because started this morning with Shane O'Keefe who was in all week on the breakfast show it is guess who and we will be having it again tomorrow it runs from 8am to 5pm daily and we're giving away thousands of euro won't carry thousands of euro I didn't think we had it but we have we're giving it away and you can identify three mystery celebrities we'll take one caller on every hour and you'll could be a winner of money and Owen Carey will probably bring you more details about that later on as well right I am delighted to be joined in studio right now by Mrs. Anya Farrell and she is going to have a chat to us before she goes in to record the Come On Kind podcast about the camogie at the weekend good evening
7: good evening Ren. how are
1: you oh we have to go to the wrong o- other microphone how are you good thanks now and yourself all good been mannequin here today so it has but it has been great camogie was great over the weekend
7: what can we expect to hear on Come On Kind this week well I suppose you know we're going to be doing the, a rundown on of the two county finals that we had on over the weekend, senior and intermediate, um, looking at Roar and Stieg, I suppose... <laughs> You know, coming, going that one step further, going that one step further from last year and um, beating Mooncoin in the intermediate championship final, which did go to extra time. Uh, Quivacare Mart, I suppose, probably getting that goal to really kind of set them sail on that. Um, unfortunately, for Mooncoin, just wasn't meant wasn't meant to be their day, but they've seriously, you know, can be very very proud of themselves. They've worked extremely hard coming up from junior not so long ago and then getting <coughs> to an intermediate county final. It's a great feat in itself. And then I suppose, listen, the big one in every one's eyes the senior county final Dixborough and Gap Dixborough regaining the, regaining the senior title after losing last year to Thomastown and did so in fashion certainly looked to be the much stronger team probably the experience alone of playing in previous county finals definitely stood to them definitely stood to them so you know they'll be absolutely delighted with that and you know thoroughly look like they certainly deserved their win there Eve Prendergast coming up with eight points and on the other side Denise Gall I think won nine um, she scored on the day so then we have to look forward then to the junior county to final which is going to be on next weekend um, Greg Namana against John Locksbensbridge
1: I saw Joe Wall afterwards mm-hmm. he was desponded he was dejected Monkheim manager and he loathed the fact that there was a sweeper system being played in it he hates it with a mm-hmm. passion but if you're a manager and you want to win a county final you will do everything in your power have to give credit to on air Emily Crowley pulled off an unbelievable save as well early on in that game but while it was low scoring mm-hmm. it was high intensity <coughs> it was a cracker and in fairness thank you to Moonkine for taking it at late yeah. notice because with the weather was going at the weekend we were lucky to get a double header
7: Yeah absolutely fair play to them um, you know and I suppose it would, that was going to be a tough ask as growing a sheet, to go play Munkine against Munkine. Like you know, imagine having a having a, a county title a county final in your own backyard, but oh, I on. know I got the abuse for it. But listen, at the end of the day, we can all see how the how hard it is to come by pitches. I think the majority of the pitches across the whole of Kilkenny are completely closed off now at this stage. So when you're getting a pitch, let's let's take it. And I must say, uh, credit where credit due programmes are absolutely deadly as well. Um so much information in it and really, really good read. So yeah, well done on that as well.
1: And obviously the roar's out this weekend at the yeah. same as Tgolohar in the championship they come taken fast again all weather depending we hope it will be okay Mm -hmm. though
7: Hopefully so. Yeah, like I think Warren and Sheeg are certainly going to. They're, they're, they're more than likely going to enjoy this county final. I think, especially after last year. Um, and I think you know what they're going to just put their heads down. Their team that can certainly go all the way. And you know, one of the nicest videos I'm after seeing from it was um, Captain Ashley Kelly lifting the cup. Well, she must have jumped up and down about twenty times. <laughs> but you could just I see it. it was just the excitement and I suppose that relief that they were after getting there. So well done to them.
1: Perfect. Thank you very much. Right, I leave Ian to record the Come On Kind podcast. That will be out tomorrow evening so tune in wherever you get your (laughs) podcast from right the KCLR Electric Player of the Week it's time in association with the all-electrics go to Enyak range at the go to Kilkenny visit theheart.ie it's time for this because the winner this week is Stephen Donnelly Stephen following his man-of-the-match performance against Munkine to help Thomastown secure the Kilkenny Intermediate Championship. Keep an eye on KCLR socials after 7 o'clock this evening for your chance to win €100 cash prize. And congratulations once again to Stephen for more details. See our sports website, scoreline.ie. Remember, guess who was back in the morning? Owen Carey is getting ready to come in here. I'll be back with news at 2 o'clock tomorrow. It's been a manic day. Remember, keep safe out there, folks. It's still fairly wet. And until tomorrow, we'll chat to you then. Bye for now.
0: Keeping you in the game and in the know. Full time on KCLOR with Martin Quilty.